1: Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply.
2: Hi, I'm Jane Pauley, and this is our Sunday Morning Extra, our podcast featuring a memorable story from our most recent show. It's a conversation that offers insights beyond the broadcast.
3: He rode a blazing
0: saddle, he wore a shining star.
2: On this episode, our contributor Ben Mankiewicz of Turner Classic Movies catches up with a true comic legend, the one and only Mel Brooks.
3: I don't get paid for this, do I? I'm
2: just curious. (laughs) Believe it or not, Mel Brooks has been making us laugh for more than 70 years. First as a comedy writer for Sid Caesar's Show of Shows, and then with his many films, including such classics as Blazing Saddles, Young Frankenstein, and, of course, The Producers. Ben Mankiewicz visited Mel Brooks recently at his Santa Monica home. It's clear at age 93, Brooks is still as sharp and funny as ever.
3: I'm new from a very early age, I knew that comedy was my business. Comedy was my thing. It was me because people would look down at my crib and I I was only a few months old and they would laugh. And I said, that's it. That's it. That's what I want.
2: When did you know that you were funny, that you could make people laugh?
3: Well, in school, I guess. You know, my neck still hurts from being taken by the neck to the, principal's office, Eugene Cohen and I, we were five, We were well we were nine actually, about about eight or nine. And every time I would do my impression of Boris Karloff saying this word, this pat- one particular word, that was it, he'd go. You know, it's in the middle of a class, there's a teacher, that, but he was on the floor screaming and the both of us would be down in the <laughs> principal's office. And the word was, my impression, of Boris Karloff, the monster, saying this word, he'd say, "Antipasto," <laughs> and just "Antipasto," and that was it. and And Eugene would be on the floor, and that that was that was the end of it. Now, but I knew, and it was so great. The rest of the class would laugh. They didn't know why they were laughing, but they knew they were. You I, know.
0: Don't, I don't even know why it's funny, but it's undeniably it's, funny. It's
3: Antipasto. <laughs> I wasn't a performer. I only won performance on the show of shows. In the nine years I wrote, brilliantly wrote, the show of shows starring Sid Caesar, I only performed, and it was not even me. It was my cat sound. Sid wanted me to do a cat sound, dial him for money, he backs up in a dark room, he steps on a cat's tail, meow, and I do that. And he wanted, meow, and so I said, okay. So I was going to do it. I'm going to do the cat sound. I'm going to perform. All right. The sound man points to me. I see there's going to be over a million people hearing. I get scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dry. I get, no cat. Sid keeps backing up. No cat. <laughs> no cat. Finally, <laughs> I get it out. Sid's good. <laughs> Finally, you know. So I said that was stage fright. That was you know mic fright. Whatever you know.
0: Let's go back to uh to 1961. Uh, How'd you meet her?
3: 1961, February 5th. Uh, you know the date? Charles Strauss, who wrote All American with me. I wrote the book. Strauss says to me, he said, come with me to the Ziegfeld Theater. There's a Perry Como rehearsal. and Bancroft is in, is, in, is in the Perry Como show. I said, so, so. You, you knew st-
0: Anne Bancroft? I said, that. yeah. I said,
3: miracle worker, you know, Anne Bancroft, of course. And there on the stage, uh, Anne Bancroft comes out and she's wearing a white gown and she has jet black, shiny hair and the most beautiful eyes and the most beautiful figure. And it was just like, I said, kismet, luck, what? Anyway, I, I'm in love. I know I'm, I'm just struck by her. I'm struck and I'm in love. And I scream out, Anne Bancroft. I love you. She said, who are you? I said, I'm Mel Brooks. She said, I got your record. You know, I did a record with Carl Ryan, a 2,000-year-old man. So, we, I, I ran back, we talked, we, we, we talked. We, um, I said, what are you doing? She said, I have to see uh, somebody at the William Morris Agency. I said, uh, Bernie said, I gotta see him too. <laughs> I just, I, did, I, I, I went with her. I got a cab. I went, she liked my whistle. Uh, yeah, it's a good whistle.
2: That's how you and got you know, the cab?
3: <laughs> I got a cab. She was impressed with the whistle. We <laughs> went to William Morris' office, and I never let go. And just and then uh, later that night, we went to Chinatown Charlie's. We had Chinese food together. The next night, uh, she was somewhere. Jerry Orbach uh, and his wife were throwing a party, and I found out she was going to be there. I showed up at the party. So uh, every night, wherever she went, I would show up. And I'd say, you know, by the fourth or fifth time, I'd say, this is, it's kismet.
0: She told her therapist, yeah. her analyst, uh, let's speed this process up. I've met the right man. Yeah. Like she knew too.
3: Oh, we just, I mean, it was just nobody else. It ended up, we, 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 we lived together for three or four years, and, and we were married 41 years. And I think it was kismet. I think, you know, I was, I was very lucky. I had, a, I, had, I had the best life because she was in it. I mean, she had everything. She had looks. She had brains. She had purpose. She could be the leading lady or an aide-de-camp. She could just be on stage with the spotlight and star in something. She was a great gift. She was a a gift from God.
0: She was funny, right? She was funny.
3: She She had great timing. She had pauses. I said, where did you get those pauses? She said, when I did Mother Courage on Broadway. I met Gene Wilder. She gave me Gene Wilder. She said, he's, he's different. And I said, what's different? What's so different about Gene Wilder? And she said, he pauses. I said, what, are, what does that mean? She said, he pauses before he talks. And it's those pauses that make him different. Gene always waited, and made sense of what the other actor told him. That's his pause. And then he talked. And she said, That's, She said, I got a lot of my pauses from Gene, from Gene Wilder.
0: If you like CBS Sunday Morning with Gene Polly, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music.